This week's music is brought to you by Socialize with their song For the Soul. You can find more music on Bandcamp, SoundCloud, and on YouTube. As always, stick around at the end of the episode for the full song and help support local music. What's up, guys? This is Live Locals Podcast, episode 66. Today, our special guest is Elizabeth Rodriguez. Uh, thanks for coming out, Elizabeth. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me today. Welcome it's an to honor. the show, Elizabeth. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, just, uh, you know, to give you, to give our listeners a brief, uh, you know, look into your background. Mm-hmm. I know you work for uh, Chirla, right? Yes. That's a coalition of... For Humane Immigrant Rights. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about the work that you do and, you know, how you got involved yes. into Chirla? Yes. Um, so I've always been a community activist. Uh, I am a child of immigrant parents. Mm-hmm. And so this issue has always uh, been very important and very close to me. And luckily, I was able to find an organization that does just that. Right. So um, <coughs> at Chirla Coalition for Humane Immigrant Rights, I'm the information referral specialist. I work with the community education department. So I educate um you know our community about what's happening uh, current policies right and how does it affect them directly so at Chirla uh, we are a regional immigrant rights organization whose mission is to advance the human and civil rights of immigrants and refugees in Mm -hmm. our state and Chirla also uh, does that by um, advocating on behalf of this community through policy uh, advocacy, community education, and organizing. And the beauty of our organization as well is that we have a legal department mm-hmm. uh, in which we have attorneys available in the organization. So if one wants to speak to an attorney about their immigration status and the possibilities or any doubts or concerns that they might have, they could come to one of our consultations, which we offer every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, doors open at 8 a.m., and um, as of right now, we only have the capacity to assist the first 20 walk-ins, mm-hmm. and the first consultation is $40. But that's the beauty of the organization, because there's a lot of organizations that do not have that component. Uh, so that's how it makes us special. So would you guys be considered like one of the, uh, how can I say, top nonprofit organizations focusing on immigrant, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what is it called, uh, immigrant rights and information like yeah i mean well well, chula is very well known and um it's it's our advocacy you know that that put us out there right so you're constantly you know seeing us on the radio um well you know radio shows Mm -hmm. or uh the tv so we have a really good um community director or you know communications director uh, that does very very well at that so social media and whatnot so that's that's our priority um informing our community 
that way they could be educated and informed and be able to organize themselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to bring up, you know, like Chila. Obviously, it's for people who are undocumented or just have questions in regards to like immigration or changes that are, might be happening in the federal system. Well, not just necessarily on the federal, but like local, state, and federal. Oh, okay, okay. So, so you guys we're are everywhere. everywhere. Yes, exactly. It's important for us. So uh, at Chirla, we do have our civic engagement department. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the beauty, before I move into that, uh, so Chirla has C3 and C4. So what C3 stands or what it allows us to do is provide services directly to our community. And the C4, it allows us to um, be a voice on the political aspect. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then, you know, um, we have our civic engagement department, for example. So they're constantly informing the community about get out the vote, Mm -hmm. right? Locally, whether it's state or whether it's federal. So, yeah. So just to uh, the C3, C4, what is, does that stand for anything? <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, there's... It's just like in, in, internal stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. it's internal okay. stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for okay. the most part. You know, since China has been around, um, mm-hmm. you know, for... I'm, I've heard about, about it for a couple of years now. I'm not really since sure. Since 1986. Oh, fuck. Nice. Okay. Yes. So it's a long time. <laughs> yeah. Really so, long time. <laughs> so you've been involved with them since when? I have been with Chirla for almost four years now. Okay. Yeah. So in that case, have mm-hmm. you, in case, you know, Trump became president 100 and plus days ago. Yes. Uh, so have you seen like an increase in the amount of people that are getting involved to try to get more information from Chile? Yes. I mean, right now there's a lot of urgency. Mm-hmm. Uh, our community, it's in fear. And uh, there's just a lot of um, confusion, a lot of doubts. And so that's why right now we we started our Know Your Rights campaign. Mm -hmm. Uh, So right now we're focusing on educating our community about what is a right, um, whether you are an immigrant or or not. You know, it doesn't matter about your status. A human being has a right. Mm -hmm. Right. So whenever they encounter an immigration officer, so we explain, we educate them about what's their right and how to prepare a family plan. So what it, that is one of our focuses as a community education department mm-hmm. and our organizing department, too. We're, we're pushing, we're moving forward with that right now. Since Trump became president, if there's mm-hmm. been an increase in, you know, the amount of people who have shown up to Chile to try to get more information. And, oh, yes. and you mentioned that there was, right? Because people were afraid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I could just give you like, um, so... As an information referral specialist, Mm -hmm. I try to record, you know, how many people are calling in, how many walk-ins are we having. And in February alone, we had about three to close to 4,000 calls, you know, that left voicemails. Mm -hmm. And um, and we we had to return all those calls. So definitely there has been an increased increase. the vo- the volume has been really high mm-hmm. and it still is a lot of people are like i mentioned you know they're in fear they have a lot of concerns um so yeah so so we try to uh, pass on the information because it's important as an organization for our community to be informed in order for them to be able to organize and the more people that are educated the more they're able to protect themselves right mm-hmm. from a deportation or even like what to say to an immigration officer if right. they encounter one uh so yeah 
So that's what we're doing now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Fe- you said mentioned February. That sounds that like... That was February alone. Yeah. yeah just February. <laughs> and I mean, that kind of correlates yeah. to the same time frame where Trump was doing all these executive orders, you know, particularly pointing to Correct. immigrants or people from Correct. different countries. I mean, so uh, the new president or the new administration um, has done or he has announced a lot of executive orders that affect us all, right? But uh, today I want to focus more on how it affects our immigrant community directly. Mm-hmm. Um So it's important for me to speak about this because, again, like I mentioned, you know, the social media and uh, it just doesn't really do a good job at actually informing the community what it actually is and like what it means. Right. So, again, that causes a lot of confusion to the community. So I'm here um, proudly, you know, to let you know. Uh, what executive actions the new administration has done that affects our immigrant communities directly. So that's those are the, um, the executive uh, orders that I'm going to be speaking about uh, today. So <clears throat> just very briefly, uh, so executive order number one. So there's three executive orders that affect us uh, directly. Um, so I'm just going to announce them and then I'll talk about it briefly you know what that means okay so executive order uh number one it's the interior immigration enforcement so what that means is enhancing public safety in the interior of the united states Mm -hmm. and again i'll speak about this uh in more in, in depth in just a little uh and then executive order number two is the border enforcement so border uh security and immigration enforcement uh improvements right as they call it <laughs> and the executive order number three it's the uh the refugee and the muslim travel ban mm-hmm. uh protecting the nation from uh foreign uh, terrorist entry into the united states so this uh executive order uh it's currently on hold um yeah. due to a lawsuit that was um that was done and so you know, this lawsuit was was given because it says that this uh, executive order goes against our beliefs and against the Constitution. Right. So luckily, um, this it, executive order um, is on hold right now. So it doesn't it's, it's not moving forward. Yeah. So so that's right. a good thing. But um, it might go to the Supreme and, and then, we'll, we'll see <laughs> what happens there. So, yeah. So, so if I if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. I think there was um I think there was two. He. He tried to do two executive orders. The first one got blocked by a judge here in the continental U.S., and then the second one got blocked by a Hawaiian judge, I believe. Correct. That yeah. is correct. Uh-huh. Okay, so <laughs> stupid, mm-hmm. stupid Trump. Well, he got his stuff blocked in right now. Like you said, it's going to go to Supreme Court for sure. It, it, it might. It might. Yeah. Um, so I know that um, he was taken to court, and he lost. Yeah. And then he did an appeal, and he lost again. <laughs> And then he's like, well, I'm going to fight again. Yeah, he's going to And we're like, well, go ahead, you know. So it, it might go to the Supreme, but we we're, still don't know where that stands. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, but as of right now, it's good because it's on hold. Yeah, it's on hold, right? So, so if everything can kind of continue as it was. Correct. But, um, I, I, I did hear that, obviously, one of the reasons when they gave, when they rejected the idea was uh, just because of the way that it's worded. Like, we were talking about earlier about how things are worded. Yes. And the way that that specific executive order was... Uh, I guess written or whatever, and it, it um, it basically what is it called? Uh, profiled or targeted specific people. 
So because it yes. was targeting a specific, you know, mm-hmm. culture or different people from yeah. religion, yeah. that's why they, they were able to block it. Yeah, exactly. Like I mentioned, you know, it goes against our beliefs and our constitution. So yeah. that's why it, it, you know, it was successful and it's on hold right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. definitely. Yeah, and it's crazy. And they're all kind yes. of, they're all Muslim countries too. Like every, everything is across from Middle yes, East. Yes, there is about 10, I believe, like Iran, Iraq. Um, there, there's a lot yeah, of Yeah, there's them, a lot of them. Yeah, it's it's mainly like the Muslim um, population. Yeah, you know, and I know you were around when the protests were happening in the airport. Yeah. Huh? Yes, um, a lot of people saw that on the news. Yeah. You know, it happened at LAX. You know, yeah, they were holding people in the they airport. They were holding people, and the crazy part is that um, a lot of those people were legal permanent residents. So yeah, they're green card holders, and uh, so yeah, so that's why we did that action. Like, hey, how are you going to do that? You know, um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah well we'll see what happens with that because i know it's exactly. still in the process you know it's still lingering there yes i mean but for right now it's on hold so mm. that's important to know um that's not moving forward so far so yeah but let's definitely talk about the two executive orders that i mentioned previously yes uh, how that is um actually moving forward mm-hmm. and how that affects us uh, so, like I mentioned, you know, the, uh, the interior of the enforcement. So, by that, what they mean is uh, secure communities. Mm-hmm. And what they mean by that is they're trying to get local enforcement, such as like the LAPD and the Sheriff Department, uh, to enforce federal law acting as immigration. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's one of the things that they're trying to push forward. But uh, the LAPD and the Sheriff Department, they're saying no. Yeah, they're saying no. That's federal, you know, type of thing. But um, but they're still trying to push forward for mm-hmm. that. And um, ending funding for the sanctuary uh, jurisdictions. So yeah. we hear that a lot, right? Um, and then um, they want to hire 10,000 ICE officers. Mm-hmm. And well, this definitely affects our budget, you know, tremendously. And uh, more penalties of unlawful presence and those who assist those uh, that are unlawfully uh, present. And also expand enforcement priorities at the time of deportation. Yeah. So what that that's what it means by interior enforcement. So that's that's what's moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to not to interrupt you really quick. Yeah. Uh, the one one of those points that I did hear was uh, I know all the West Coast states like Seattle. I mean Seattle, what the fuck? Washington, Oregon, and uh, California. <laughs> they're uh, yeah. they're all suing the administration, you know, because they're they're gonna, they're not going for the you know to defund the sanctuary cities yes um and not only that but i mean just the budget itself you know mm. it's it's just ridiculous so yeah. it, it doesn't make sense um so yeah so we're definitely yeah, yeah. there's been a lot of lawsuits i and, think i even i think just protest. last week they were trying to fight that government shutdown to try to pass that budget and i think one of the provisions that they passed was that they were not going to fund uh a hundred thousand ice officers that they were going to send yeah correct yeah, so it was like, not in the budget yeah it was not in the budget yeah but i know i think you mentioned the executive order number two what, what was that again so executive order number two um it's the borders the borders so, yeah. um like the wall border enforcement so uh, so let me go into that yeah. okay so what is border enforcement uh so what does it mean right mm-hmm. under that um executive order so it's the the u.s and the mexican border wall so we hear that a lot right mm-hmm. the build the ball on the border uh but again you know like there's there's 
the budget is just ridiculous. Yeah, so yeah they didn't fund it. it. So that's, that's they good. didn't fund it. Exactly. So yeah. that's good news for us so far. So within the 100 days that the new administration has been on, like he hasn't been successful in, mm. in moving forward with what he's um, trying to yeah. move forward. Right. And then the detention uh, during pending immigration proceedings. Uh, so it also expansion of uh, expedited removal. And he wants mm-hmm. to add 5,000 more Customs and Border Patrol officers. Yeah. Okay, so just more patrol. And again, you know, uh, this is for... It creates more uh, detention centers and incarceration and, and stuff like that. And have you seen I've seen pictures? I don't know if you guys seen pictures of those detention centers, but <laughs> yeah. fuck, dude, they look crazy. Like they get some random emergency blankets with cots. It's like it yes. looks like a like it looks like a jail, like worse than a jail, you know? It's yeah, it's it's really bad. Um, it's a place where you do not want to be. Um, you know, so yeah, you could just imagine, you know, a lot of people uh, trying to find for asylum or, mm-hmm. you know, for some sort of relief. And, you know, people are coming from far away, right? And then just to come and be detained and just that whole experience, you could only imagine how it affects them um, psychologically, yeah. right? And so, yeah, it's definitely a um, place where you don't want to be and it's just a really bad experience. and. So, yeah, no, it's, it's getting bad. No, it's, that's why it's important to have these conversations and, and you know, be there for the people, right? Yeah, like I know recently, I think it was Arizona, they, they passed a law saying that now law enforcement, kind of what they were trying to do here in California, that gives uh, law enforcement the power to go ahead and, and pull you over, basically, if they can, if they assume mm-hmm. that you're undocumented. So they're profiling Correct. you, you know? So they passed yes. this law already and obviously... Like you yeah. said, uh, they have this thing called catch and release, which yeah. is basically what they'll do now. They'll, you know, they'll arrest you, mm-hmm. process you, and they'll let you go, and you have to come back to a trial to hear your hearing, right? Correct. So yes. he's trying to get rid of that. Basically, he's trying to shorten that time period so they don't let you go and just deport you. Correct. Yes. Um, so I'm gonna go into that yeah. right now. So the new enforcement priorities. I'm gonna talk about that, and so what changed and what hasn't changed. Uh, so what changed? Uh, so greatly it expands um, whom Department of Homeland Security thinks should be deported and who is at the greatest risk for ICE enforcement. Mm-hmm. And uh, new the new priorities now is anyone who has who um, Department of Homeland Security and ICE believes poses a threat to public safety Mm -hmm. okay so it's very broad again but pretty much what they're saying is that any person who is undocumented it's it you're a danger to to our nation right technically you're breaking the law regardless correct so that's kind of like what it means to be more specific right what they mean by anyone who department of homeland security or eyes believes poses a threat of public safety uh, so that's kind of like what they mean. So what didn't change? Um, strong corporations between ICE and local uh, law enforcement. It continues, right? And mass incarceration and mass deportations. It continues. So with the new um, administration or with the old, yeah, it's still happening. Yeah, it's, still it's happening, an issue. Right? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't know. I mean, maybe they know, but they're not fully aware that even with Obama, when he was still here, I mean, uh, his his administration was one of the administrations that were deporting a lot more people than previous ones. Correct. Yeah. So 
that's something like a little yeah but see um something that it's important to mention is that with the previous administration so under the obama administration there was priorities Mm -hmm. right so with the new administration he took away the priority now everyone is a priority okay so that's important to understand you know so a lot of people bash on obama saying like oh but he has supported and yes it's true let's let's be real right yes he um he deported a lot of people but now the political climate has changed now you know in the previous administration there was priorities right so one of them was like if you had a criminal record or a conviction such as like a a felony or, or such but now with the new administration it's like everyone like regardless whether you're a good moral character person Mm -hmm. or or not you know just the fact of you being undocumented you're a threat you know yeah 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 because uh (laughs) there was a case where there's um well there's two cases we're talking about the border because they were trying to trying to make the wall and they're trying to reinforce all that and there's there's some there's houses there's actually houses really close to the border that that lay lay between mexico and the u.s Mm -hmm. so uh some of these reports have said that some of these people fall on the side of where the wall is going to be built. Yes. So they're like, you know, making a big deal. They're trying to, you know, these are people who supported Trump and they're trying to sue him now. Like, you know, because they're going to make the wall, but they're under jurisdiction that doesn't belong technically to the U.S. When the, once the wall is built. Yeah. And another one of the cases that I saw was, um, you know, I understand there's there's Latinos and Hispanics, you know, that, that voted for Trump. You know, there, there was a group that was pushing for that. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, <laughs> to see now that there's cases that these some of these supporters that, you know, like you said, they have green cards or they have, they're permanent residents, they're still being targeted to be deported. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, they, they basically just they got screwed over. Like in, in a way, I mean, they thought they were voting for something, mm-hmm. but now they're they land in the same place as everyone yeah. else. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, you know, that is the lack of peace of education. You mm-hmm. know, um, a lot of our community, unfortunately, they, they don't educate themselves or sometimes the, the information, you know, it's given and they they receive it in, in a way that it's it's just not understandable to them, you know, until it actually is happening. And they're like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And by that time, it's he's already in office. <laughs> it's late. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. That's why we need to um, move forward and, and fight, right? Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. you, you made it, uh, a point earlier saying about, once, once again, like the way the language is prepared for people to mm-hmm. consume, you know, and a lot of the legal language is it's confusing. Like, I understand it, but yes. it's you have to read it like three times. Like, okay, what? Like, <laughs> you got to, you know, move forward and try to understand what the hell they're saying. Yes, uh, that that is a huge um it's a huge uh, you know issue in our community i i see it all the time as an information referral specialist you know a lot of the times you know people are just they're just confused you know like legal terms confuse them completely so to me it's very important to sit down with the person and bring it at their level mm-hmm. in a way that they could understand and be like oh okay i get it now type of thing yeah so that's important that's why you know it's an honor for me to be here today and explain it to you in a way that you could understand because again like you know the social media does a very good job of you know losing people um, yeah with the message right yeah right because mm-hmm. a lot of people just you know take it you know take what's what's been uh, like the headlines you know headlines yeah correct you look at articles and the first thing you do is a headline mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't open those articles <laughs> to read entirely what it has 
so they immediately get a perception of what if they think it might mean yeah and not only that but the social media you know they they don't show the the full message they just do they just show what they want to show or what they could show because they're limited on time on, as well you yeah know? whatever gets those views and those clicks yeah exactly so yeah so um my message to the people is um get involved get involved in organizations that are in the fight and that they are in the movement it doesn't necessarily need to be chairla you know and and if it is then great but i understand you know if it if it doesn't uh, make the connection you know but there are various of organizations that are you know involved in the fight so follow those organizations you know they they have social social media you know themselves they have their web pages whether it's twitter whether it's facebook whether it's instagram they're there and they're telling you the information that is you know and with immigration you know it's it's the policies are changing all the time so you know we need to uh, update you know our, our education pieces and like, let the community know what's happening so if you want to know what's really happening get involved get involved in organizations that are in the movement already and support them <laughs> as well but, yeah so uh, you mentioned that there's a lot of people who come in with different concerns like what do you think will be like their biggest worry Okay, so definitely their biggest concern is immigration, mm -hmm. right? A lot of the times they don't necessarily know, like, <laughs> you know, uh, what they're eligible for. Sometimes they have an idea, but not quite. Mm -hmm. uh, so I always suggest, you know, you have to speak to an attorney because an attorney is that's the person that practiced law and will be able to give you the exact orientation that you need because every case is different. Right. So that is always my message to the people. Always consult with an attorney, but go to nonprofits. Nonprofits mm -hmm. have referrals uh, of attorneys who are accredited, who are reliable organizations. You know, that's our one priority, you know, for someone not to be a victim of fraud, because right now, unfortunately, there's a lot of people who, you know, are there just for the money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, of course. And we see that a lot, you know, like notary publics for example you know they say like yeah we could help you and then you know they're victims of fraud type of thing yeah. they're they were just there for the money yeah, so yeah that, that, so it's sad. very important you know like um like i tell people you know with immigration is not a game you know you have to take it very seriously yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> i mean it is you know because i mean yeah. you're tearing families apart you're 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 basically uprooting somebody who's been here already for a while and just, you know, taking True. all that from them to send them back to their country, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but just mm -hmm. the way it's done. Yeah. It's it's pretty, it's fucked up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, something I've yeah. been hearing a lot more in the news now is uh, mm -hmm. people who, who applied for, like, the DACA, the DREAM Act. Mm -hmm. uh, students, deferred action. Yeah, deferred, deferred action. Deferred action, no. So I know there's been, like, a couple of students that have been involved that are they're either being picked up by immigration officers... And then having to go to court and try to fight it and all that. Yes, like, uh, we've been hearing a lot of cases like that. There was actually a previous one. I, I forgot his name, but he was actually a DACA recipient and he was deported within like hours. Yeah. And uh, he had no criminal record, you know. Right, he was, he was clean. Yeah, he was clean. He was clean, clean and, and, and he was deported. 
yeah. So it's happening. It's 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 real. It's very yeah. real, you know. And uh, uh, unfortunately, also ICE has not been transparent, you know, about mm-hmm. that. We always bring it up, like what's happening, what's happening. They're like, no. He's like, they just kind of like say like this has been happening for years. We're doing the same operation, mm-hmm. but we know that it's different now. So yeah, they're yeah. <laughs> they're becoming more like a fucking SWAT team, just coming in, knocking down, knocking down doors, <laughs> taking you out. Like, yes. I don't know if you saw the video, but there was a, some guy got picked up from immigration outside of his daughter's school. Yeah, so that, like, that's that's heck? happening a lot right now. You know, they're going to people's homes, they're going to people's work, or even, you know, simply just, you know, uh, a parent is dropping off their child in school, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's happening. And, you know, one of the things that they say, they're like, no, like, the, these people have criminal records, so that's why, you know, we're after them and whatnot. But uh, it's not necessarily true. Uh, you know, sometimes they, they, they use that. But clearly, you know, anybody that they think that, you know, they're undocumented, they approach them. Yeah. So and they take innocent people that do not have criminal records and they take them. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's because <laughs> the, the thing is, like the narrative, the agenda that's being pushed by, like, especially a lot of conservative news outlets. It's, uh, you know, you see when you see articles or videos like, oh, um. Like, right now, they started making a huge deal. I think it's in New York, somewhere in the East Coast. But uh, Maras Avatruchas, MS-13, <laughs> they've been, like, they've always been around, you know, in different spots. But right now, they're they're focusing on them because they've been, once again, they, they've always done violent acts. You know, they're, they're a fucking gang. But um, they're pinpointing, like, all these, how, how can I say it? Like, immigrant cases of people who are just happen to be immigrants mm-hmm. and just, like, exploding these stories to... You know, trying to push it like, you know, no, like these guys are killing everybody. They're coming in here and like Trump, like raping everybody. And some, I assume, are good people. Like, dude, fuck you. <laughs> you know, like how it's really rare when you actually see somebody that, you know, I don't know any, I don't know any criminals, you know, mm-hmm. you know but I mean, they're out there. But, um, you know, for them to generalize and assume that just because you're in the country legally, that you're a bad person, it's like, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, that's definitely not right. <laughs> yeah. So that's why we need to, um, that's why I tell, you know, my community, like, you need to stand strong and unafraid. You need to speak out. You need to come out. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we need to tell these stories. You know, we are who make America great. <laughs> yeah, right. Not, not exactly. everything else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, the things mm-hmm. that one of the hardest parts would be, like, you know, a lot of these immigrant people don't have a voice, you know. and But they do. They, See, they do. That's, that's the thing, you know, like, they do have a voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of their status you know um, like I mentioned you know we all have rights and we have to come out you know um, when we're united together that's what makes us stronger and uh, but again like I mentioned you know a lot of people have that fear you know I mean this is their home now they have children they have families so they're scared of being separated from their families right and I, I totally understand that but my message is you need to come out like we're the majority mm-hmm. right at the end of the day so yeah and um and i mean i know that everybody you know we're, we're busy on our daily lives but we have to contribute to the movement yeah. one way or another like be involved you know because um we need to elect people that are actually going to protect our communities right because if we don't elect them, then it's going to be the same cycle over and over again. So we need to change that. And we could, because again, like I mentioned, we are the majority. So do the homework, 
you know um and again you know a lot of there's a lot of organizations that simplify it for you they're there to educate you so do you think do you think like these you know because for sure you know even like the city level um you know if you don't have if you're not a citizen you can't vote you know even for local stuff yes so how can those type of people get a representation in the political process Mm -hmm. without i mean you know so um like for example our chairlaw members you know most of the the majority they're undocumented and they're there they're Mm -hmm. out there in rallies you know if we need to go to washington dc and do an action they're there right and so that's part of your voice you know you're at you're doing advocacy Mm -hmm. right you're letting them know like no i do not agree with this that goes against my beliefs right and not only that but educate the people that could vote right yeah because they're the ones that could vote you know um there there's a lot of family we come from a lot of mixed families now and what i mean by that is that you know there could be an undocumented parent but maybe your child is a u.s citizen Mm -hmm. so right so educating your u.s child citizen like hey the importance of voting right and who's running for election and what they're about and, and stuff like that. So get them involved in that way. Yeah. And I remember initially when he when uh, when Trump started announcing like what his plans were, you know, before he became president, mm-hmm. I remember one of his points was uh, that he wanted to revise the it's one of the one of the amendments that are in, in the Constitution, in the United States Constitution. And uh, I think it had to do something with anchor babies, which <laughs> technically that would be us, you know, because <laughs> yes, you know, we're born from immigrant parents. Yeah. Exactly. And his thing was to try to get rid of that to, you know... Which is ridiculous. It's it does super ridiculous. not make sense. You yeah, know, I mean, it's if you like... really fucking pay attention to it, it makes no sense. <laughs> yes, no, it's like, who thinks of that? You, you know, but for <laughs> that split second before I actually thought, like, nah, that's, that doesn't make sense. I, like... Yes. You know, I'm a citizen. I haven't... I, I used to hear people's experiences like, oh, you know, deported. But it doesn't hit me close. I mean, my parents are immigrants, mm-hmm. but... At the end of the day, I really can't put myself in that fear that that person because might feel. Because you haven't feel. experienced it. Exactly. You know, so, it hasn't been close to, like, your personal family. Yeah. But if it happens, trust <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I'm going to feel it. Yeah, yes. You're going to know. <laughs> so, so it brings me back to when, when I saw that anchor baby's part. Like, for that second, I was, like, I felt a little fearful. Like, I'm an anchor baby, you know? Like, exactly. That means I fall into that. And, and for a second, I mean, I can't relate fully to how somebody else would feel. But I had, an, like, a little taste, like like my heart kind of stuff like what like it made me start questioning things and you know eventually i got around that and i started thinking this guy doesn't know what he's talking about <laughs> but um you know it, it was yeah it was a moment that i had that it made me realize like mm-hmm. you know this is this is getting real yeah and people voted for him that's the crazy part yeah <laughs> but I, think, I guess my biggest question for people who voted for him that are really against immigration i've heard their point of view and it's more like we're not a, we're not against legal immigration mm-hmm. it's you know the people who are just showing up randomly you know like all this stuff and it's like okay sure you know mm-hmm. but it's still it's still a human life you know you're still rejecting mm-hmm. somebody who's out coming over here to make a better life for themselves exactly. you know, they're not always necessarily coming out here to screw somebody else up mm-hmm. well i mean the majority of people who are coming here is because they're looking for the dream you know um a lot of the people that are coming here you know they're experiencing violence mm-hmm. you know that they're, they're, they're just experiencing a lot of things you know that um so they're they're trying to you know move to a better life type of thing mm-hmm. but then they come here and it's like wait now immigration i need to get an attorney what like you know so it makes it very difficult 
parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that reminds me like people back in the 90s, like my parents migrated here in the early 90s and back then you wouldn't hear such harsh stories. It was like before the military, before the border was militarized and a lot of issues hadn't arisen yet. And at the end of the 2000s, that's when, um, you know, the whole issue about the border being an issue actually became a thing where military personnel had to go there and people with weapons were pretty much guarding it. Mm-hmm. After that, um, I came across some books about people's experiences coming over, and it was showing an example of like the '90s compared to the 2000s, and oh, yeah, very the, different. <laughs> the things, the experiences were like people walking across, you know, just knowing the path to people being like pointed guns or like worst mm-hmm. cases would happen. No liability on ice, like nobody overchecking them, really seeing how they're treating them or the, what the conditions mm-hmm. were, and it seems like it's not even gonna get better at all right and at this point like immigration is not that big of an issue in that way like the people coming into the u.s is already evened out with the people leaving because of the issues that are happening and people are moving back because you know they don't feel comfortable at times you know living here maybe they saved up their money and they left but it's not necessarily that but it's it's the system of oppression that has been implemented you know so you could i mean you you have to think about it you know they're they're coming in their countries and then they come here you know because they're looking for the american dream but then they come here and they're like you need to have papers in order for you to work rent is up the roof Mm -hmm. you know even as a u.s citizen i'm not able to afford it (laughs) you get me so you just imagine that you know like coming in a lot of people don't have families and if they do you know there are um they're at a they're low income Mm -hmm. you know so they're barely surviving themselves so just that system alone you know it makes it so difficult for them to actually make a living here in the u.s so that's why a lot of people you see them like i'm gonna go back (laughs) you know and but there's a lot of people that actually push through they push through because um their experiences that they had in their home countries is something that they don't want to go back to yeah, right. It doesn't compare to... It doesn't compare, you know, to what it is here. So, yeah. So, it's not necessarily that they don't, you know, want to be here. It's just, it's the system that has been implemented that doesn't allow them. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, and, and, and it's kind of unfair because there's, um, there was a... I was seeing some, some interviews the other day on, online, and it was, a, it was a German guy. Well, actually, he was somewhere from Europe. He was a white guy. But um, he was saying he was making a point that he's an immigrant, you know, and he goes, but I don't see anybody coming after me, you know, mm-hmm. like nobody's asking me for identification. I can go by the fucking ice drivers and all the ice yeah. drivers, the ice officers, and they won't question me. Yeah, correct. And it makes you think, mm-hmm. okay, so what really is it? Is it brown people or mm-hmm. colored people of color? Or is it everybody who's an undocumented immigrant? Yeah. And it makes you start thinking like, what really is it? Mm-hmm. You know, and exactly. th- these people have a point, like, you're not getting pulled over dude you know it's like yeah exactly uh unfortunately you know that that's what it comes down to you mm-hmm. know like uh people of color yeah. you know that we're usually the ones that are targeted or being oppressed right uh but yeah immigrants it's it's a beautiful thing because it's so diverse mm-hmm. you know like you have people from you know um the asian pacific right you have people who are you know from jewish or coming from spain i mean there is there's so much diverse in in immigration 
Yeah, you know, it's within the US. People, yeah. Within the US, yeah. A lot of people think that it's just like, uh, you know, Mexicans. They say like mm-hmm. Latinos, but you know that Latino, it it's so diverse as well. You know, like we have the Mexican population. We have the C- Central American population, mm-hmm. which is like Los Hondureños, Los Salvadoreños, you know, um, stuff like that. Peruvians, like, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so broad, you know, but usually when somebody identifies a Latino, they say, oh, it's, he's Mexican. <laughs> or Imme- she's Mexican. Immediately, just because you're a little brown. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, you know, but it's not necessarily like that. And, and the Latino community understands that. Yeah, 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 we're we're fully aware of that you we're you'll notice like you aware. you call somebody like are you Mexican yeah. or we're like Hispanic or not? Super you know, diverse. Just those well. two words is already like yeah. <laughs> you know, no, I'm Mexican. You know, like straight out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they, it's I just I kind of I personally feel like if you take a, if you do like a retrospective look on U.S. history, there's always been like a, I don't want to say minority, but there's always been a group of people that are always like the target of something mm-hmm. you know uh, back in the you know world war ii era you know japanese americans were being rounded up you know like just because the way they look but were people being rounded up because they were german looking because they were white no yeah you know and they're probably the biggest enemy besides japanese americans at that time mm-hmm. so it makes you think okay like just because he has you know slanted eyes you're gonna go ahead and put them into their concentration camp <laughs> yeah. and there were families that they were putting in there you know so yeah it's just it's a racist it's a racist country it shouldn't be like that i mean i understand there has to be regulations and you 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 should be able to control the amount of people who come in Mm -hmm. you know because at the end of the day there has to be some sort of control but to the point where it's becoming like draconian like we're gonna get you you know or take you out of the country and just abandon you at the border it's like that's there's a different there's a better approach it's inhumane yeah Yeah, it's inhumane definitely inhumane Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it seems like groups like Chirla and not the, all these nonprofits, they're at least trying to bring awareness to the community. And like you said, yes. break down all these legal terms that a lot of people don't understand mm-hmm. and make it easier for them to consume. Correct. Yeah. So, so coming to Chirla. <laughs> <laughs> coming to Chirla. So, I mean, you know, we're, we're getting pretty close to that time frame. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you, I mean, obviously you have information as to when these workshops are, what kind of information they can get on no. Correct. So uh, one of the things that uh, we are providing for the community right now, and it's free of charge, is uh, we are offering a Know Your Rights uh, workshop, mm-hmm. right? So a Know Your Rights presentation and how to prepare for a family plan. And it's crucial, crucial for people to come out and get educated, you know, and what is a right and how to prepare a family plan. Because right now with the whole political climate and, you know, with the, under the new administration, like I mentioned, you know, anyone is a, everyone is a priority pretty mm-hmm. much. So you want to be educated about what is your right and how to prepare that family plan. Because if it does happen to you, you're ready. You yeah. know what to do versus where you're at zero and you just you're just blank you just don't know what to do and it's because again because you don't have the information so come and get informed like i mentioned the orientations are every thursday at 6 p.m free of charge uh, we are located at 2533 west 3rd street suite 101 los angeles california 90057 so we're on 3rd Street, and the other main street is mm-hmm. Alvarado. Okay, and do mm-hmm. you have a website where people can check this yes, out, too? Yes, you can come and check us out at chirala.org. And uh, we also have a Facebook. 
we have a Twitter and we have an Instagram where you could follow us. Okay. Um, cool. Well, thank you for that, Elizabeth. <laughs> uh, last question. I mean, if, if you had to give some advice to some of these people out there that are looking, you know, or maybe they're not listening to this, but maybe children of, of, of people who have parents who are in these situations, is there anything that you can advise them, you know, in regards to how to approach these type of things? Because, I mean, yes. even then, they're... I mean, you know, my advice to everyone is that we need to dedicate some sort of time, you know, on issues. And I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be immigration. There's various of issues that affect us directly, mm -hmm. whether you're an immigrant or whether you're not. So it's important for us to be involved in what's happening in our in our earth, right? Because it, it affects us one way or another. And there's so many issues, you know, there's immigration, there's education, there's environmental issues. There's so many issues that we need to be involved and and, uh, and support. Because yeah. if we don't do it, then it's going to be, you know, the people in power who are going to make those decisions for us. And it shouldn't be that way. It should be the people should determine you know what are our needs and wants right right because i mean at the end, at the of, the end day, of the day that's what the constitution does say you know it's exactly. a, it's a people's government and it's not you know just a, a exactly. particular set of amount of powerful Definitely. people but see but that's the problem like if we don't voice out then the people in power they're going to assume what we need mm -hmm. but you know sadly to say a lot of people who are in power they don't understand the community because yeah. they're not living it yeah, yeah. like they live in a different world um, oh, yeah, so, sure, yeah, they don't. so you know so we are the people we are the ones that are experiencing it so we need to voice it out you know what are our needs and wants yeah right and then we, we should we, a lot of you know people who are citizens they should get more involved because disappointingly i know los angeles had an election a few months ago a few weeks ago in regards to like city stuff yeah. and like the turnout was like very low super low like eight yeah. percent of people in so, the county see that needs to change because a lot of people are highest turnout mm. is presidential elections yeah but people need to understand that there are various of elections throughout the year right right like local elections you know like city council yeah for state example, like you that. know like there's state, all the levels there's different levels yeah exactly so people need to be involved in what's happening and and see that's what happens that's why a lot of people who are running they kind of get away with it because of the low turnout yeah you know vote and right so they stay on the position again you know mm. for example they get reelected or whatnot so we need to change that that needs to change right and and the people could do that so one thing i forgot to mention really quick was um i know you you went to the uh, the march on may 1st yes just a few days ago Yes, so we had our uh, May Day March, mm -hmm. May 1st, on this past Monday. Uh, it's a march that we organize every year. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's for International Workers' Day. Yeah, right. right. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I was present. <laughs> nice, okay. How, how did you see the turnout then? Yeah. I, mean, I wasn't able to make it, but that, mm -hmm. I didn't really see, it was, was kind of weird because I didn't really see a lot of stuff on the news for some reason. Yes. Know? Well, there has been a lot of news yeah. uh, around it, uh, but, you know, so I was in, in like the beginning of the march and as I look back, it seemed like there was a lot of people, mm -hmm. but uh, right now we're, we're hearing that there was a probably approximately about 15,000 people. I mean, everybody's, you know, saying um, 
different turnouts, right? But the reality, I think it was about 15,000. Uh, so it wasn't as much as what we expected. Mm-hmm. But again, you have to understand that the political climate has changed. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, they're in fear. So I, I believe that's why right. we had the a, a low turnout. A low turnout. Yeah, I mean, compared mm-hmm. to that 2006 March, which is like oh, correct, huge. Correct, yeah, huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But you have to understand that, you know, we're, we're living different times. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I for mean, sure. There, you know, you just can't compare that, um, the 2006 to, to, now. to now, you know, like uh, we're living different times. The political climate has changed. It, it's very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, I mean, I, I really hope people will keep continue to get involved. Um, you know, there's a lot of marches, right. especially against the administration that's on right now, mm-hmm. and it has been consistent. You know, every other weekend or every month, there's a march somewhere. Correct. Um, yeah. No, definitely. Especially now, you know, I urge you to to be involved and and voice out, you know, uh, your beliefs and and your needs and wants like i mentioned you know especially yeah. now we we have to be especially very involved now. yeah there's been like i mentioned you know in the beginning of uh, of this um you know the new administration has announced so many executive orders that affects us right but i you know i didn't touch on those i just focused on what affects us directly as an immigrant community mm-hmm. but definitely be involved in in all of those uh executive orders because it does affect us like just a big example right now healthcare. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, it's going to affect us all, whether you're an immigrant or not. You <laughs> yeah, know? Like, it's going to affect you. Yeah, it's your it's your body. It's your health. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that's what I'm saying to people. You, you got to be involved. <laughs> yeah. yes. Well, Elizabeth, I mean, thank you so much for coming out and giving us a little bit of information and, you know, providing where people can come and get that. Yes, no. and like I mentioned, if it's not Chirala, you know, let it be another organization. There's so many organizations that I could like on top of my head like Carecen, mm-hmm. Catholic Charities there's unions UCLA USWW uh, United Here I mean there's so many organizations and, and unions that are involved in the movement so get involved one way or another you, you heard it here people <laughs> but go to Cheerla because we're the best <laughs> damn plug just kidding <laughs> alright well Elizabeth yeah. once again thank you for coming out and you know giving of us course. some information on that and I hope a lot of Definitely. people can take this and do something about it thank take you action. thank you for having me today and, and any questions that you might have again come to Cheerla and we'll be more than happy to provide you with that information yeah, sounds good thanks right. Elizabeth Caesar Angel Oh, oh, there you go. Caesar's going to see something. Um, well, first of all, thank you, Elizabeth, for coming out. It was finally it happened. It was long overdue. But quickly today, I just wanted to share some something. I had a conversation with an immigration attorney today, and she said she's like uh, like related to Chirla. Mm-hmm. And she's part of her referrals. Yeah. yeah oh, okay, cool. uh, Mercedes Victoria Castillo. She's an immigration attorney that told me if you know anyone that got taken in by ICE, um, it's not too late to do something about it. Mm-hmm. You can call people like her and so they can start working on their case because it's there's still hope. Yeah, give that number so, out. Um, so, yeah, so the phone number is uh, 323-617-4700. And her offices are located at 3500 West Beverly Boulevard, Montebello, California. 
Cool. Are these, so, do these have to be check referred? Out. You have to be referred to them, or can you just go um, to them? I mean, it's, it's both. She's yeah. a good attorney. Yeah. Um, okay. But we do have her in in our referrals, and yeah, so we yeah. Kind of. <laughs> She'll take yeah. care of you. Good. She will. She's a very good attorney. That's good. That's what we need now. Not people who are just hijacking, taking your money. You know, because there's a lot of people and a lot of instances where that happens. Yeah, so. definitely. Um, but like, yeah, like I mentioned, you know, I am the information referral specialist, so. We provide you referrals, you know, to attorneys who are accredited and reliable. So, yes. Perfect. Come to Chirla. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, thank you for coming again. Uh, this is Live Locals. Is it clear? Is it clear? Fame, a nice exchange of ice for the price of pain. I want more money and I want more change. A day more sunny and a night more sane. But I had to deal alone with my own thoughts. Never spoke a lot. I was dreaming in my own box. So lost, had a fake control. But now I'm back, got a hold. You can't take my soul. Cause I know my time is short. But I feel I can't deal no more. What is there left for me to show? I've been feeling high and low, trying to reach my goal. And I know some things will come. Go. This life gets stressful, that's a show We go one for the money, two for my bros Three for the trees and one for the soul I know some things will come and go This life gets stressful, that's a show It goes one for the money, two for my bros Three for the trees and one for the soul New year, new me, and new actions No longer staring at the ceiling or relaxing There's things I've been asking for I don't always want to end up on my bathroom floor I've been back and forth I'm used to being wasted Looking for the bottle Guess I like how trouble's tasting Inhale, exhale, it's so basic Why do I give innocent? I'm losing mental patience Why won't somebody check me out? It's hard enough dealing with all these feelings by myself And it's been difficult as hell But maybe just a blessing in disguise Cause now I know some things will come and go This life gets stressful, that's the show It goes one for the money, two for my bros Three for the trees and one for the soul I know some things will come and go This life gets stressful, that's the show It goes one for the money, two for my bros Three for the trees and one for the soul I know, yeah And I know, and I know, and I know